Well, welcome back to another edition of the Tony V Podcast, brought to you by Flooring is Forever and the UPS Store in Fishers off of Oleo Road. Uh, which shit performance do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the Notre Dame Fighting Irish? Uh, I was at that game on Saturday. We'll, we'll get to that. Um, the Colts ending in a tie. Um, I'm going to get into how I hate ties and I hate the rule. But the Colts should have never been in that position. Anyway, went to the All-In Festival at the Indiana State Fairgrounds a few weeks ago. Went to Jim Mercer's collection on Friday night. Going to talk about those experiences. But we probably should just go ahead and start with the Colts, right? Um, a tie, 20-20. to 20. Let's get the positives out of the way, if there was any. One, you're leading the division, or you're tied with the Texans for the division. The Titans blow a lead of the Giants. Late in that one, lose on a two-point conversion, 21-20. to 20. Uh, As we know, the Jaguars got Carson Wentz as Wentz throws for four touchdown passes to knock off the Jaguars. But, you know, here's the thing for the Colts, and it's, it's really – you don't have a lot of time in the preseason to get timing down. And I get that. It takes a few weeks, and you're, you're never going to be – the team that you are in week one and week three and so on and so forth you should be getting better and hopefully staying healthy as the year progresses however the two biggest things that were concerns to me going into the season was the kicking game and the receiving core and what happened they both bucked you this weekend Rodrigo Blankenship I'm not kidding that that dude has to miss at least I, I have to look at the numbers but it seems to me, on average, he misses one kick a game, whether it's a field goal or an extra point. And that thing landed at the Kennedy Space Center on Sunday afternoon. The Colts storm back, down 20-3. to right, They, they kind of outplayed some of the right play calling that um, the decision-making just, you know, and I have been a Frank Reich supporter. I have been a Frank Reich optimist. And I've always liked him as a coach. I like the aggressive play calling, um, but you got to execute it. And when you leave points on the board, you know, down in the red zone, and you can't punch in at the one yard line when, you know, that that the room shrinks. You know what I mean? Like you're down there inside. Now the five yard line, you got less room to operate. The two yard line, you got less room to operate. But look, you got to get points when you got an opportunity to, and. In the grand scheme of things, hindsight's twenty twenty. Looking back now, you're going, yeah, that would have been nice to have a field goal there um, or a field goal here. Would have been a difference, right? Instead, twenty twenty, the tie. I-, I hate ties in football. Give me some kind of college football thing where you got to go for two. Give me a field goal off, a kick, a field goal kickoff between the two kickers, like a duel, although the Colts would have definitely lost that one based on Blankenship's uh, Shankenship, the last uh, kick there. And over time, you know, there there was some positives. You know, you kind of stormed back. You, you had Pittman going. Jonathan Taylor is obviously Jonathan Taylor. Um, enjoy it because having a bat go for 100 yards almost every time out is not the norm, especially in Colts history. So that's worth a mention. That's worth noting. But, you know, just the wide receiving core has to be better. You can't have those drops. You really don't have much of a number two option. And then a kicking game. 
I mean, if 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 they if they think that they're going to finish this season with Blankenship, that's a problem. This guy has cost them games. He cost them another game on Sunday. And I know people are going to say, well, you know, he, yeah, he missed the kick, but he he hit this one and he hit that one. And if the offense wouldn't have stalled out, he wouldn't have had to kick it. You know, if if you want to stick up for the for the field goal kickers, that's fine. But you got to make that kick. It was dead on, and he missed it by a mile and a half. So just a very unfortunate week one for the Colts. They now go to Jacksonville, where we know they haven't been able to win down there. Um, talk about going over in the first couple of games, even though if you lose at Jacksonville, you'll be 0-1-1. This is not an easy schedule. Then you get Kansas City coming in. We saw what they did on the road to Arizona. They'll probably come in here and do the same thing against that Colts defense that did not have Shaq Leonard. But just disappointing, and it's it's all I think mostly on Ballard. And sometimes, if you're Frank Wright, you got to be overly aggressive. He was, didn't really pan out for him. Colts fall or whatever you want to call it to o, o o and one with the tie in the division to the Houston Texans. Um, again, just just hella unfortunate that they couldn't get it done, and, and they did not play well from about. The third possession in the first quarter till it was time to go there in the fourth quarter. So uh, we'll see, but there's got to be some kind of kicking competition with bringing in another kicker um, and, and and maybe just motivating Rodrigo and let him know that, look, we're going to keep you around, but we, we, we can't have these misses. We can't have these things. So um, we shall see what happens with your Indianapolis Colts. And as of right now, um, I'm not optimistic just because we know how this team historically over the last few years has performed down in Jacksonville. And then you get the Kansas City Chiefs coming to town. So, man, a tough way to start it. How about the Notre Dame Fighting Irish? Actually, before we get into that, uh, I want to go back to Friday night. Uh, Jim Irsay and the Jim Irsay Collection played um, at Lucas Oil. Free Free concert. Everybody got 10 bucks and vouchers, unless you found some more laying on the table. Got to see some cool music, Jim's collection. You know, I, I do still listen to a lot of sports talk radio. I was up early on this Monday listening to to Jake, uh, was listening to JMV um, just, a, just a bit ago. Everybody likes the, the low-hanging fruit, and the easy target is always Jim Ursay. Ursay needs to sell a team. Ursay needs to do this. Ursay needs to do that. I've always liked Jim Ursay. Has he been wild? Has he gotten himself in some trouble? Yeah, absolutely. But I've always liked Jim Ursay as an owner. The guy wants to win more than any owner that I've seen. I mean, obviously every owner wants to win. But Jim lives and breathes this football team. And he was nice enough to put on a show for free and uh, Mellencamp came out. I was very disappointed with Mellencamp. Didn't really sing very well. Uh, looked like he was he was struggling a bit on that uh, on that guitar. Um, but nonetheless, the collection is incredible. I mean, Jim's just got the most random shit that you would never even think about or even you know know is even available for a purchase. Um, but that was super cool. So I did want to say thanks to Jim. Um, I love his campaign, the Kicking Stigma. So that was a lot of fun. He, I mean, there was like Declaration of Independence documents there, um, top hats. There was, I mean, it was crazy. 
and it seemed like everybody had a really good time. Uh, it was cool to obviously get inside of Lucas Oil Stadium in a little bit of a different capacity and have some fun with it. So uh, that was super cool. All right. As always, the Tone of the Podcast is brought to you by the UPS store in Fishers off of Oleo Road. Check them out for all of your shipping and packing needs. They will help your small business get to the next level with their pack and ship experts right off Oleo Road, right in front of the Kroger. Check them out, the UPS store. Big thanks to Doug for the support of the Tony D podcast. All right, so let's go to Notre Dame. Uh, So we decided to go up there. I am a big Notre Dame fan, grew up Northwest Indiana. They were on TV. Um, I do understand why there are people out there that do not like Notre Dame. I could totally get it. Um, but the, but Notre Dame and the Colts are very similar. Like the expectation levels are so ridiculously high that no matter how good their football team is, it's usually disappointing. Um, so we go up there, a buddy of mine who's a huge Notre Dame fan, and then uh, my other buddy that is actually a Marshall grad. Uh, you know, it was a hot game. Uh, the concession stand lines were outrageous at Notre Dame. It was just... I hate to use the term miserable, but, you know, you're still at a football game, and I'm still fortunate enough to be able to go to games and, 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 and have fun. Um, but, yeah, it was it was very interesting. Uh, and then, of course, Notre Dame loses. They had a chance there in the fourth quarter to kind of put it away. Look, when your quarterback only throws it to, to his first read and doesn't look elsewhere, you're not going to win football games. Obviously, he suffered an injury. Uh, backup quarterback coming in for the remainder of the season. We'll see if maybe that changes it around. Um but yeah, not good for the Irish, not good at all. But um, all in all, going up to Notre Dame, great, beautiful campus, uh, a lot of a lot of cool places to do. Um, you know, there's a Brew Burger there. You've got Brothers. You've got um, the Irish pub. So uh, wasn't the best result for the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. But, you know, I, I, I've always said this, even if it's, even if it's against – my team or, or Florida in football, who I also cheer for, or Kansas in basketball, I'm always appreciative of an upset, um, especially an upset on the road for a team like that. So big day for the um, the Sun Belt with Appalachian State going down the number six Texas A&M and getting the win. Uh, Purdue 56-0 roll over Indiana State. IU um, struggle bus to start against Idaho. Kind of got to turn it around. Uh, kind of went in was a shootout there in the second half, but um, IU gets it done. So um, good stuff there. I know there was IndyCar over the weekend. Um, Alex Pelot, the winner, will power the champion. I'll talk about that over on the Burnout um, podcast if you care to check that out. And, uh, yeah, so a lot of things going on. Hopefully the off season is a lot of fun. IndyCar-wise, I've been calling a lot of high school football games, and we'll just keep on rolling with this. Thank you, as always, for flooring is forever. It's fall. Um, if you need to upgrade the flooring in your home, uh, coming off of a, uh, off of a summer that was incredibly hot, um, check out flooring is forever. And again, the UPS store in Fishers off of Oleo road. Um, you don't, I'm not gonna talk about my fantasy team. Nobody cares. I'm not gonna talk about survivor who actually picked the Colts. So that's still considered a win because they didn't lose. So that was, uh, you know, I didn't know if they would just push it and void it to the next week, but um, exciting things to come. I'm going to keep on getting better, and we'll uh, we'll keep on rolling. Thanks so much for listening to the Tony D Podcast.